0: Hey, they come in and meat man. Y'all to see me eat now. Here i the man. Y'all to, to see me eating now. I got jaws like a bear trap, a teeth like a razor. I made tack tongue with a sensitive taster. I was born out in Texas called the land of beef. Never catch a muscle greener showing a hell of a like a meat. i the meat, man
1: you're listening to the best barbecue show i'm your host yoni levin this week i sat down with john brotherton and some of his crew over at brotherton's black iron barbecue the mothership to liberty barbecue and uh john brotherton's a cool guy he's really friends with every pit master i know i met him at snows and he was there with 10 guys everywhere he goes he's welcomed and loved in the barbecue community so he's just a fun guy to be around uh he creates an awesome atmosphere uh he gives his guys room to create and have fun and to really enjoy their jobs and to just be playful, you know, he's not the kind of guy that wants to sit in a cubicle, and he doesn't want to work with guys that feel that way either. Today we were joined by Alan Michael Jackson, Dominic Colbert, and Andrew Step, uh, three guys that are keeping the pits running, you know, making sure the meat's cut right, and really keeping that place looking good for John. I've put all their Instagram handles in the show notes as well, if you want to check them out or make friends with some of the guys that work there. Brotherton's has a cool, diverse menu. They have a ton of sandwiches. They do Mexican specials on certain nights, uh, and they even do pastrami, which, if you guys have listened to the show before, I love my pastrami. I had a great time with these meat men. They have a ton of experience between all of them. They love cooking. They love learning. They love eating barbecue. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this episode of The Best Barbecue Show. All right. We're here at Brotherton's Black Iron Barbecue. Is that, is that the official name, now? That is the official name. Um, a sister restaurant of Liberty. Uh, I think it's the Daddy. It's the Daddy? Yeah. The Daddy Absolutely. Restaurant?
2: It's the Daddy Restaurant, yeah. <laughs> Big Daddy.
1: Yeah, and so are you That's guys, it. have you guys been part of Setting Up Liberty or what?
2: Well, we kind of, they kind of are. I mean, um, so what we're going to do is they're uh, going to flip-flop back and forth. So Andy's the a, a first official employee of Liberty Barbecue. Um, cool. So and I saw you
1: doing some paperwork. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> First gotta, ever paperwork. Got to get paid.
1: <laughs> and uh, you guys excited about that? Sounds like it's a whole different animal over there. Yeah, I'm pretty
4: so, excited. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Love that location. Area is nice. So I'm excited.
1: Well, you guys have been cranking out all kinds of stuff. I got a pastrami sandwich here, a whole bunch of brisket, uh, and it's. Uh, how long have y'all been in this spot? So the original spot was opened uh,
2: June, July. 2016, um, under Black Iron Eats, which is where the Black Iron and Brotherton's Black Iron Barbecue comes from. Um, I merged my business with uh, with Kelly Gary, the owner of uh, Black Iron Eats, in April, uh, April 1st of last year. So, we've been Brotherton's Black Iron Barbecue since April 1st. And, that,
1: and that's when year. it started getting fun? Once yeah, it was Brotherton's? Yeah, I don't know,
2: man. It's... It's been fun for a while, but, yeah, it, it really started getting fun then. But it was a whole lot of whirlwind leading up to it. But it's, it's been crazy ever since, for
1: sure. And now you guys got specials. You're doing a Taco Tuesday today? Yep,
5: Taco Tuesday. Dominic, you yep. said that's your favorite? Yeah, I got to get tacos every Tuesday. That's the day you break your diet. <laughs> that's your cheat day? <laughs> yeah. Why is I that? switched it from Sunday to Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the best thing on the menu?
5: Brisket, gisada, tacos, and... The refried beans and rice.
1: All right, so how do you make brisket guisada?
2: Uh, we start off with, uh, with stew meat, like you would with a normal guisada, and cook it down for a couple of hours till it's pretty much fork tender. And then um, make the gravy and drop the, just chop up brisket and put the brisket in there.
1: So do you when, use the smoker just for the brisket?
2: Right, exactly. So brisket's the only smoked aspect in there. Everything else is cooked normally the way you would.
1: Uh, Carnegie Sada so brisket and then the stew meats cooked separately. Yep, that's yep. badass. Brisket's man.
2: already cooked, of course. You know we smoke them, um, so we just you know that's it's another way that we can repurpose brisket that we don't sell out out of on a daily basis because we don't want to sell out here. Um, a lot of our man our uh, menu is geared towards um, repurposed items. So even like on Tuesdays, um, you know if we have ribs left over throughout the week. We'll stick them in the freezer. And then on Tuesdays, we take those ribs to pull the bones out and uh, make a pull, uh, pork rib pastor for
1: Taco Tuesday. Dang. Yeah. You guys but, you guys like the pastor too? Uh,
0: I really haven't had the pastor yet. I've had everything else. Uh, kind of planned on getting one today. Uh, but, I mean, everything else is excellent. My favorite is probably the beef fajita. Now, are you guys... Part of the menu, or is that all, John, or what?
2: No, I mean, um, most of the menu was Marv and I throwing stuff together, and we we'll, we'll do some specials and stuff. Uh, Dominic's working on some uh, on some stuff for another uh, nightly uh, special Ooh. that we're gonna start doing. Um, Alan's done some sandwiches for sure. We just hadn't really rolled them out yet, but I like to get I like to get everybody involved. I don't want it to be just me. You know, it's no fun that way. And and everybody's got a part of it you know that just get a lot more into it that way so um you know somebody comes up with a good idea we do it let's taste it and throw it out there so
1: tell me you guys what are what aspects of the the cook are you guys all working together all day or you guys have different places you work in
0: uh tuesdays we all come in at uh around five uh other than that throughout the week we space it out uh Andy just coming on, he's been here at five every morning. Uh put the with new either, guy to work? Yeah, with either, with either me or Dominic. Uh and if I'm not here at five or Dominic's Dominic's not here at five, we're coming at about ten in the morning. I mean, uh we kinda space it out now. And you guys like working together? <clears throat> Pretty fun? Yeah. I don't like either one of these guys. Hey, well, you know, all you got to do is
5: work together for eight hours a day, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, It's it's a little bit longer than eight. And then we're always together outside of work. Yeah. Like I went like two weeks without not seeing him at least once a day. And so like, and it was tough. Worst (laughs) two weeks of my life. Nice. Yeah. and uh what do y'all
1: do? do y'all hang out in Flugerville? you go into austin or we what? hang
5: out in Flugerville. like i've enjoyed Flugerville much more than i thought i would like almost everyone who works here lives close to here. so it's when we go hang out at each other's houses we're right there and then the people who live farther usually come into town nice
1: and is there uber out here
5: Yes. You guys use that a lot? Oh, I had to, yeah, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, everybody Ubered a few weeks ago, yeah, <laughs> except for
1: me. <laughs> was that when you went to the dance club or whatever you yes. told talking about? Yes, yes, that was fun. That was crazy. It was
5: a great time seeing everybody out. Yes. It's a family for real. I know a lot of people say that, but it really is a family, so it's kind of hard when new people come in. So you have to meet. You have to mesh. It's just like somebody brings a new boyfriend or girlfriend if they yeah. don't mess, they just don't mess. yeah you gotta you gotta test them out by taking them to the club yeah
2: yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> that's what happened with fuller right yeah
2: like i don't know if fuller was like quite part of the group and <laughs> that that guy he just cut loose man and everybody's just i don't know it was a good bonding night for everyone and definitely and then like two days later he put in his notice oh, <laughs> so, yeah. so, so he sucks <laughs> yeah fuller if you're listening
1: and so you know it's not easy work working in barbecue so it seems like wherever i go people party about as hard as they work so it's nice to know the new place has a bar too right
2: it does have a bar and everybody has to stay away from it (laughs) (laughs) you got rules about that
1: (laughs) it's it's full bar too nice yeah well, we're seeing a lot of the, you know, you see a lot of the Houston places, Pinkertons, that, yep. you know, they, they smoke stuff. They create stuff for the bar. Is that something you guys yeah, are doing? Yeah, we'll be
2: doing the same thing
1: for sure. Yeah. You guys got a favorite drink at the new bar? Hibiscus Paloma. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hibiscus Paloma all day. For, for those who don't live in Texas, what's a Paloma?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, uh, mojito, but it's, uh, with grapefruit and tequila
2: nice and little flowers yeah hibiscus and some mint flowers, yeah. <laughs> it's and, good
1: yeah i i drink hibiscus tea all day and i i love mixing it
5: up with all kinds of, it's it's got a great color too yeah, yeah it does i had some today <laughs> hibiscus tea so
2: <laughs> see now you can't say anything <laughs> right. i can because
5: it wasn't in paloma and um, i wasn't in public almost bought some hibiscus flowers today we would have made tea yeah. uh
1: so are you guys thinking about adjusting what's happening over here? Or is this going to kind of stay black iron? Or I know you had taps and then you got rid of them, right? Yeah, we did
2: get rid of the taps. Um, you know, two reasons. One, we just don't sell that much beer on tap. Our beer sales have actually gone up since we got rid of the oh, taps. you have cans and bottles. Yeah, but I mean, just overall, we're selling more beer now, so it's really crazy. Um, but especially during the lunch time, we've we've got a. Uh, a huge space issue here so um so about taking that bar out i'm gonna put two tables there so we'll gain another another six seats and i mean it's not a lot but it's very important so
1: i mean you guys are gonna take over this whole plaza eventually right we may i don't
2: know it's gonna be very yeah, we, costly if we expand any more than what we already are so <laughs> we're, we're we're got the, the suite next door already so that's the next step um how much space is that it's an additional 11 1200 Square feet, something like that.
1: And is that just for seating? Do you have other stuff you need to expand?
2: We're we're gonna, it's gonna be some seating and then we're gonna change the kind of the flow. Because right now we've got a, a big bottleneck at ordering, getting your beverages, and then getting condiments off the condiment bar. So it's just a big cluster over there. So once we open that up, we're gonna change the way you order and everything. So you'll order with the meat cutter instead of ordering at the register and then your food coming out to you. Like, you'll order, you'll watch us cut your meat, and then you'll have it in your hands when you cash out at the register.
1: Nice. You just like the classic way better?
2: I do like it. Um, You know, it's it's a lot more accurate as far as, you know, like weighing out stuff. So right now, if somebody wants a quarter pound of ribs, you know, most of the time they're getting .3 instead of .25. So we're giving away a little bit each time. So... So that'll put a little bit more money back in our pockets as well. So
1: accuracy's good?
2: Yep, absolutely. We never weigh under, you know, cuz as soon as we do, somebody'll question it and and it, you know, it'll be point 2 or something like that and then
1: So are you yeah, guys like a, uh there's a lot of places now that are kind of selling beer to the line. Do you guys have a lot of backup that you have to kind of keep entertained?
2: No, I mean, we we move the line really fast. Um so it's really not like Austin here where, you know, it's more of an event waiting in line i mean here um people come here you know when they're at lunch you know from work so they got an hour so we we got to get them in have them eat and then get out and back to their offices in an hour where so they that's go to what sleep. we shoot for yeah yeah <laughs> so once uh, you know where our bar is right now once that line gets to there then we open up a second register just to keep it flowing because if we got some you know a line to the door people are walking away and we're losing that business, and that's they don't not have the
1: time. That's not something you see a lot in barbecue efficiency. So it's no. good to see that I you mean, guys are, are yeah. focused on that.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we have to just because the nature of our clientele. You know, um, we got to be quick and, you know, give them good quality food at the
5: same time.
1: So. so are you guys back there cutting in the kitchen as soon as y'all open?
5: Yeah, he cuts. Yeah, cool. you are I mean, talking about Alan. Yeah, yeah, Alan cuts. Yeah, I mean I can cut, but I prefer Alan to do it.
1: And yeah. and w- what makes a good, you know. What are you doing when you cut brisket? Because I've, I've seen multiple places in Austin give away brisket because so they didn't like it the way it was
0: cut. I mean, it's just more so just experience. Uh, I mean, I've been in barbecue for 12 years next month. So I mean, it's it's just comes with experience, knowing what you're doing, uh, knowing when to turn a brisket or angle it a certain way to get a better cut out of it. Um, I mean, there, there's different tricks to it, um, but, I mean, it's definitely a learning experience.
1: Where'd you start 12 years ago?
0: Uh, Southside. Oh, And In Elgin. Nice. Yeah.
1: Uh, we had those guys on the show a while ago. Was that, did they have the whole sausage factory and stuff when you were there? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. They had all that going.
1: They're machines, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a big operation. It's it's definitely uh, the corporate America barbecue.
1: What was it like working there?
0: It was good. Uh, I got along with everybody for the most part. Um... And then uh, my dad went over to a, a different restaurant and uh, he brought me on over there. And then I ended up over here.
1: Nice. All right, do you guys also have
5: other experience? Or did you all start barbecue with Brotherton's? Uh, this is my first barbecue besides home with my family. Uh,
4: I, I started at a Style Switch Barbecue oh, in nice. Austin. That's where i met him. Cool. Then after Styles, I went to Ironworks Barbecue oh, really? in downtown Austin. Uh, really cool spot and then alan called me up it's like come on down we need some help
1: so ironworks isn't something that that pops up on a lot of people's lists because it's kind of old classic yeah uh,
4: it, it's one of those places that's like an austin staple but like yeah it's not on everyone's top list to do great food iconic location and building and they don't really need to have that like exposure they're anymore. not trying to get on yeah they've been there anything. for 40 years they kind of already were set in stone i wanted something a little bit more you know flexible i guess so it was a little bit you know more of like a south side where they they know what they're doing and they've just been doing it so, and that's
1: a lot of lunch crowd too right at ironworks
4: uh actually it's a lot of a lot of both because they that brand new hotel just opened up the street Austin convention center's right behind them so they're Oh, they're there's not the, hurting. There's a
1: giant hotel across the street yeah, there, too. Yeah,
4: yeah, that brand new one. Um, so they're not really hurting for business at all, um, for lunch or dinner. I mean, it's nice. kind of, it's pretty
3: good steady.
1: And so you all just joined the Brotherton crew to become the trifecta of awesome? Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm pretty awesome by myself. Oh, there you go. They help out. Is it, oh, we uh... Help.
4: uh <laughs> we help you. <laughs>
1: What's uh What's what's usually bumping in the back? You guys get to listen to music. You listen to comedy or what?
5: Well, at the pit, we listen to a lot of different stuff. We it depends on the day, and if he's not here, we we are listening to like talk radio. Him and I, but like if Alan's here, it's usually Alan's controlling the music. Right, but we right. all listen to the same music, so it goes anywhere from country to R and B to.
2: To Dominic singing at the
1: top of his lungs.
2: Well, we yeah. all sing at the same yeah. time.
5: <laughs> have you guys been listening to anything new? Too.
1: Like new Drake or any of that stuff? You guys like any of that new music?
5: Uh, not, not really. Not really. Not really together.
1: I don't even think I've heard the new. But <laughs> so y'all are, you're, you know how many offsets back there, right? What's that? What are the, you
2: cooking on? No, it's, they're out in the parking yeah, lot. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, everything that we're cooking on is offset. Oh, it so, is offset. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a Buley. I mean, it's a, the flow is a offset. It's just different because the, the firebox is kind of enclosed with the chamber, but they're two separate individual, you know, sections of the pit. They're just all enclosed in the one, in the one box.
1: And so how much space do you have on your offsets?
2: Um, so the, the that we're cooking on, it's a, uh, it's 15 feet long, six feet tall. Um, I mean, theoretically we could hold 70 plus briskets on there. Um, and then I've got a 250 gallon, um, offset propane tank smoker. Um, and we've got a, uh, a Moberg on order. So we we'll have a 500 once that's done. And then um, we'll have the same thing at, at Liberty as well. So it'll be a the big Buley and then a 500-gallon uh, Moberg. And how much does a Buley hold? It'll hold upwards of 70 or so brisket. So I don't particularly like cooking um, above others, you know. So we pretty much just use one one level in there at a time. So.
1: Okay, so you don't have, like, all the shelves and all that? Yeah,
2: no, we're not doing that. I Just I, the bark that I'm looking for, it's... It, you know it, it doesn't turn out right yeah. if there's briskets above it dripping down on it and stuff, so
1: yeah i've seen a lot of the places all around pulling all their their upper shelves out yeah yeah we don't we use it um
2: for the finish but because yeah, everything's dried yeah. out by then so um you know we come in in the morning and wrap and then we'll stick them up on the we'll move them up one shelf
1: so is that Moberg gonna be a travel pit or no it's gonna be a here pit full time so
2: yeah Yeah. And then, you know, at some point, you know, if we start doing a lot more of the festivals and stuff, we'll uh, we'll look into a travel pit. Like I want one anyway. So but for right now, that that 250 will become the travel pit. That's still a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's enough space for a festival, you know. Do you take these guys down to help
1: Russell? Well, and, we're, uh, Houston, we're actually,
2: or? we're all going, except for Andy, he's got something going on on Sunday. But we're, um, so Woodlands Barbecue Festival this weekend, um, I always go down there. I've been to every single one of them, helping Russell and, and Misty Regals. Um This will be the first um, Woodlands Festival that we're actually doing as Brotherton's. So, uh, so Dominic and Alan will be going
1: down there for that. Try not to spank them too hard? Yeah. You Well, you won... Uh, what was it? The face-off, showdown, throwdown?
2: Yeah, that was the the Houston Austin throwdown. Yeah. Um, so this one, this Woodlands thing's not really a competition. It's oh, just it's like just any other. Cook-off? It's like any other barbecue festival, just okay. like the Texas Monthly or oh. you know Red Dirt or anything like that. How where, many people are cooking? Um, eighteen and nineteen. Okay. Different businesses. It's a lot more manageable like than, than yeah Texas Monthly. Yeah, no doubt. So um, what's that? About ten laps, I think. Um, well,
1: there, is there like a vip pass or is it just there kind is, of a, yeah. there is yeah vip is at
2: noon and then um the rest of the festival starts at one i believe yeah so um yeah so we're gonna go down there and show off our wares and um you know that it'll be our second event in houston like i said we did the houston austin throwdown which we actually tied with uh with Leroy and lewis for first place judges um Evan also won the People's Choice on that thing. Yeah, so. I like that
1: picture of you two holding big trophies. Yeah,
2: that was awesome, man. That was a cool feeling for sure. And that's an event, too, that I've been to every single one of those, helping Russell and Misty uh, Regals. And then they actually didn't do that event, and they helped me at it. So nice.
1: that's pretty cool. Well, the, the most recent throwdown was just Houston, right? They didn't yeah. invite Austinites.
2: Well, it was, it was Houston, but the winners of Houston get to come to Austin. Um, and so, so the Houston-Austin second annual one is going to be um, in December this year. Really? Um, the official details will be out here pretty soon. Um, but that will be, um, you know, the, another, uh, just same thing, Houston versus Austin. Uh, and, and actually the invited Austin joints will be competing against the, um, the top finishers in, in the Houston
1: throwdown. Need something? You good? uh Well, that's good because I think Houston and Austin's barbecue scenes have both been kind of blowing up. So it's cool to see, you know, a little back and forth, too.
2: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, this just barbecue in general. I mean, it's, you know, when people are coming out and starting to do barbecue, nobody's coming out like lollygagging. You know, everybody that's coming out doing barbecue now is coming out full throttle. So uh, so it's a real good time in barbecue. That's why I like to travel so much and and eat it, just because there's so much good barbecue out there right now. And it's not just Houston and and Austin. Dallas is really picking up with, you know, like, uh, Sessions, uh, Smoke Sessions barbecue. And you got a couple of dudes up there like uh, Dane Weaver
1: doing pop-ups and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. I'm supposed to hit up Danes the next time. He's going to give me a schedule of his pop-ups. Yeah, nice. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on I'm
2: waiting on that same thing. So, <laughs> so we'll uh, yeah. we'll definitely see that. Uh, well,
1: some of those guys, you know, the the show's picking up. So, some of those guys, you know, like, well, you got no love for Fort Worth. You got no love. Yeah, for... I'm like, I do. You guys just got to tell me when to come. Right. You don't have any hours posted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So,
2: and and you know, some of them are hard too. Like, i want to get to Zavala's real bad. That they're just Saturdays right now. Yeah. So. Uh, but but that's that i'm coming problem yeah yeah but it's hard for me to get there that's my favorite place to go and it's it's hard to get there. you're there, there pretty so. often though i I try yeah not often enough <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i uh i think we missed last week but we were there the week before and we'll probably be there this weekend actually i'm gonna go there because i want to go to uh brett's yeah because he's opening up yeah. right after that
2: so i was gonna go uh with the woodlands thing i was gonna go down there early and hit some barbecue joints but i'm gonna I'm going to hang by and uh, and go to Brett's thing on Saturday, too, on the way to Houston. So. Well,
1: maybe I'll force you on the mic over there, too. Maybe so. I'll definitely <laughs> see you there, for sure. Well, and it's funny because if you go out of Texas, barbecue is blowing up, but it's not the same, and there's all this competition. You guys know anything about competition barbecue at all? It's a very different...
4: Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, different. Yeah, that's a whole new... That's a whole different animal.
1: Yeah, and so it's weird because it. I feel like the Texas barbecue has this standard, but... The competition or, you know, other barbecue joints in other states, they're they're just kind of a regular old barbecue joint. But if you're gonna open a place in Texas now, it's gotta be good briskets, slow smoke, good wood, you know, offsets or, you know, a good machine. And do you think that do you think that's just the people forcing it or do you think everyone's just kinda copying, you know, is everyone reading Aaron Franklin's book and just going for it? Or what do you think's kinda mm-hmm. pushing the the high grade of Texas barbecue? i mean mean, it drew you guys to come work for john right
4: right yeah i i think it's i think it's just the competitiveness of texas in general like we we kind of set the bar really high um back in the day and no one else is really coming close to that like i've tried other states and everything like that everyone has their niche or whatever but we're just nailing it across the board And to where everybody from around the world is coming. Like, people from Australia are coming to Texas to learn Texas barbecue to take it over. I work with a guy in Styles, and he opened up a place in Germany and doing Texas barbecue in Germany. And he's doing really well there. I think it's just that level of quality that we bring to the table as just Texans. Which is funny
1: because isn't Texas barbecue is like old German barbecue that kind of transformed into something right it yeah started yeah. as like yeah. germans who moved to central texas
2: right i yeah. think so. just just texas barbecue in general is really hot right now i mean you i personally don't know of places that are opening up doing you know carolina style and <laughs> right. stuff like yeah. that and that's not to knock them because i want to go you know yeah. I i've been all over the state of texas eating barbecue just about everywhere you could name but i really want to make a you know a trip to the carolinas and you know yeah.
4: kansas has got some kansas good city barbecue st
2: louis yeah. you know i know been there i know it's not going to be the same here it's different but I'm, i want to do it anyway yeah Just well say and, i went
1: you know there's a you see pinkerton's or uh, you know billy Durney's, is a texas barbecue place in brooklyn but he makes some korean sticky ribs mm-hmm. are you guys seeing you know what in what you're doing are you thinking about throwing in some kind of Asian or other fusions
2: we do here and there but I mean our our main thing here is kind of sandwiches you know um so we've done some some crazy stuff with sandwiches and and I try not to to duplicate what a lot of the other places are doing you know I like to and and I'm sure a lot of people do but this day and age it's really hard to come up with something original because if you think about it man everybody's just it's like we're just throwing stuff out there. And I, we kind of are, you know. Let's just, this sounds crazy. Let's do it. And, like, I'm going to do it before the next person does, you know. Well, so. and
1: I, I've been, you know, every time I get barbecue that has any kind of bones, I save them and I cook them down into stocks and make right. ramen. And it's, it's cool to see how all the borders are just kind of melting away. And now we have just a, a ton of choices. Uh, and even, you know, David Chang's new Netflix special has a piece on barbecue there's this uh documentary called barbecue that shows people in mongolia <laughs> me and alan are on that are you
4: yeah yeah oh, really? For, at styles or whatever we me and alan and lance Kirkpatrick, the other pet master, we're on there yeah I,
1: rem- I remember they talked to lance did they talk to you or you're just like in we were shot? just working yeah yeah it's oh, awesome. Working and stuff
4: we're,
3: we're yeah. working while he's talking <laughs> shout out to lance Shout out to Lance Kirkpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: he's a good friend of the show and all the guys at styles are uh and it's it's fun to see because uh the documentarians, the ones who created that, we ran into them at the QA, and they actually worked with a production company that I know, or a, a PR company in L.A., so we're kind of close with them, so it's fun to kind of drop their names all the time, uh, because uh, they're just, they're really taking it in another angle. It's, a, it's unfortunate they just do documentaries, because they take forever, but uh, it would be nice if they were putting out a little more content. It would be a lot of fun. That's okay. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, can, I can cut out the background noise. People just hear it a little bit. They can hear you guys good. I can tell we, from the we levels have, here. We have fun here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so what is it, you know, every time I come here, everyone's laughing and joking and, you know, that I've been to other barbecue places that, you know, are, they're a lot more famous, but it seems like everyone's a little more serious there. How do you keep the, the good vibe going in here?
2: Man. Um, I've always been, I like to have fun, you know, when I, at what I do, I, I like to have a good, fun environment and, I've always been where I can have fun and cut up, but still get the job done you know, and that's probably why I'm not really suited for for a corporate job you know i've been in uh I've been in the in um you know I collected student loans fifteen yeah. months or so before you know before I came into here um you know and I just you know people are you know always getting corrected, hey, you need to talk I mean you know, call the customers, quit talking da 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 you know. I'd stand up and talk over the cubicle to my neighbor and, and I just like to have fun, you know, but I'm, I've always been one that could like, you get the job done and, and do it good. So, um, we, you know, so I just try to keep that environment here, you know, so we have fun and you're the, you're everybody the has a good time
1: starting your own corporation of barbecue. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I'm probably the rowdiest one of
1: everybody <laughs> here too. So, well, it, it's a, it's actually a common theme in, like back in the old advertising, uh, you know, the giant buildings, Madison Avenue in New York, you had to be, if you're the boss, you had to have like, you had to hold your liquor the best. Like you had to be the guy. So you're yeah. you're, you're perfectly suited. Except for the liquor thing.
3: That's
2: these guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. You get to, now, you get to keep let's it talk about nine, head. ten years ago. That's a different story. <laughs> well, and you don't need alcohol to have fun. No. Well, I'm always... Been, pretty much been drunk when I'm sober so
1: and, and I'm that's, the life of the party I always have been don't so. you guys think that there's a certain you get to be relaxed when you cook barbecue because once you know what you're doing and you're having fun you can you know watch TV while you're doing some of these guys have big screens in their pit room do you guys have TVs out there or just no, music. No, nah, just
0: the music.
2: Right. don't give
1: them any ideas
3: <laughs> <laughs> well you know uh,
1: down at 2M they got that they're watching like oh, yeah. movies and all that
3: yeah I, know, oh, I,
5: I
1: might day. be distracted
3: yeah,
1: we're gonna. I I tell these guys
2: about that place. I love two M. It's one of my favorites. So that's like
5: I'm gonna the next. You. That's the next one on my hit list for sure. Why is that? I I just hear a lot about it, and I go to San Antonio often, but I can't get my family members there to come eat barbecue with me.
1: Well, I guess you got to go by yourself then. No, yeah, I'm no, going I'll next go. time. I will yeah. go. <laughs> uh, you guys jump in the truck all the time and try other barbecue spots. Or I know I, I ran into y'all at Louis Miller once.
2: Yeah, I mean I do. Um, Dominic, you know, has been to several places with me before. I'm, Alan, I don't know if he's allowed to leave home on Sundays. <laughs> after church, I'm, I'm not good. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's that's his thing after church. But you know, I'm yeah, I'm I'm gotta make sitting up for the, the week, man. I'm sitting there at 10:30 waiting for him to open the doors. You know, wherever we're going. So um, we'll get there. I li- I like to go and travel and eat a lot of places. So and we always have fun hanging together. So. I'd wanna take these guys to more spots and what else
1: is on y'all's list that you wanna try you haven't been to yet.
3: Man
0: Yeah. well I haven't been to Louis yet and I wanna go there. Louis
1: uh, is legit.
5: Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love his elotes. Same thing with Putskas, but I love his elotes for a different reason. Yeah, it's, two, it's, different it's two different it's two different elotes and I just love elotes, but like they they both have amazing elotes.
1: So, explain for people that don't know what an elote is exactly what that entails.
5: It's like corn off the cob, and they use like spices, and usually it's mayo. Like they make it like a mayonnaise sauce. And Louis, I don't know what Louis puts in there, but it's amazing. It's like kind of Chipotle. It's it's amazing. Squirt your lime in there.
1: And then what makes the two different? Putskas is cold.
5: Yeah. And it's. I don't know. It's just amazing. Yeah, this is hot. this <laughs> is yeah. cold. Cause yeah. I I've come from like growing up. That's the elotas we had were always hot, and so like tasting the cold one, I was like, yeah, no, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good. good.
1: And uh, where's Putzkas? I haven't been there yet. In Hutto? Yeah, you, you got to get On there.
5: Hutto, that's yeah. Right. yeah, you have to. Yeah, it's a he has some really good chicken. <laughs>
1: really? Yeah, because a lot of people don't cook chicken.
5: Yeah, he he does an he amazing job with it. Does
1: it well?
2: He does everything really well. Yeah. How, what
1: is that? Like thirty minutes from here.
2: It's uh, maybe, maybe 20, 15, 20, really? probably 15. I can get in there in 15. Right, yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. Depending on if there's Justin traffic. John's there. driving. Hey, so. I get us there.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what's, uh, what else is good at Puzka's? Chicken,
2: he does, elote. So yeah, brisket. Like he, uh, he makes his own sausage there. Um, yeah, I mean, everything he does is really good, man.
5: I'm really bad because I do pork. Salad's good. I mean, so, all the
1: sides. I'm the same
2: way. Yeah.
5: And know, so that's hard for me. Like, when we go places, I'm like, they're like, how are the ribs? And I was like, I don't thought they were good. Until so people ask me, yeah. I'm like, I can't tell you for sure, but I'm sure they were good. Like yeah, it his didn't ribs stink. Are, his ribs are good too. So. Are they he's, like,
2: and he's got a fine dining background too, you know. Oh. So he he actually worked with uh, with Reed Guest. So um so yeah, he know, he knows what he's doing. He gets down on the smoker and he gets down in the kitchen too. So
1: And we're seeing a lot more of that. Uh, you know, uh yep. Bram trip yep. over at Loro. That dude's like Purifying Dining, went to the pit room, and now he's got an Asian smokehouse. Yeah, no which doubt. Which is crazy. Have you guys been over there yet? Haven't. Well, I went.
5: Me and John <laughs> went. Yeah. yeah? It was pretty cool. And we got to go in, in this little smoke room Did and Did you everything. see that Inferno thing they have with the... Yeah, so that stuff is awesome. I saw a whole time, like, I want to go. I look at the menu on the way over there, and I'm like, I have to get popcorn. If anybody knows me, I love popcorn. Didn't oh, they get the popcorn? popcorn balls. They got, they got these popcorn oh, I'm upset with myself. Next time I go <laughs> over there, they will to get some.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I just interviewed Bram, and it's really interesting to see the counter service with the fine dining. and Their that, drinks
5: are also very good.
1: Yeah, and they pre-mix them, too, which <laughs> yeah, is crazy. Yeah,
5: they're good. I can't even remember what we had. <laughs> I had like three drinks, and they are different drinks because I like to do that when I go places. And they're very good. They try everything. And they have a bunch of local beer, too. But they're, they're kind of the uh,
1: epitome of Streamline. They said they do 1,200 tops on a Saturday. That's
5: something uh, like that's that. At Laura.
1: But I think they seat
2: 300. Or yeah, so exactly. In there, so
1: I
5: could see that. Yeah. That's still a lot to be pushing a, out. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's, lot. Yeah. Their their patio is amazing. Like, that's patio goals for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bram, Bram,
2: Bram hooked us up during the uh, during the soft opening, so, oh, so nice. we got in there before they opened up. It
1: was and, pretty cool. And those are fun too, because there's really like no rules, and you can kind of try everything. Yeah, and Everyone's yeah. hanging out. We did. I like the the family style too. Do people mostly eat family style here, or a lot of sandwiches too? We are
2: not a whole lot of um, family style, so we don't do too many platters. We definitely do more, you know, stuff in the in a little sandwich basket or whatever. Nice, you know. So when it's smaller amount of some one person's just ordering, you know, brisket and ribs or whatever, those will go into a basket, you know, but. Whenever we do, you know, have a couple pounds or whatever more than then we're putting those onto trays. So, but yeah, we're definitely sandwich heavy here. I mean, you know, some days we'll do upwards of two hundred sandwiches. Wow, it's, it's pretty crazy.
1: Well, and you know me, I turn everything into a sandwich. So it's yeah. nice when the place does it for you. Just don't put bones on it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's not, a sandwich. Yeah, that's not a, a sandwich. You
1: need to start a. You uh, need to start a. Like a anti-bone sandwich yeah. league with Jess with Pryles Jess, and some right. other
2: people. We, we're
5: on the same page.
1: You guys feel the same Team way Jeff. about that? Yeah, that's not
5: yeah. a sandwich. Yeah. I seen a burger on Facebook yeah. and it had a beef rib on it, and I was like, that looks so good. You just got to yeah. pull the, the bone out. out. Like, yeah. Yeah, it out. All right, we need
1: a new hashtag, take the bone out. Yeah. <laughs> Starting now. That's a great hashtag. <laughs> well, we have a few with the show. We have hashtag meat man, obviously and then i have don't squeeze your meat cuz that's what everyone does they like cook a brisket right. and then they hold it up to the camera and they just squeeze all the oh, juice out of it yeah, yeah see yeah. that's how i feel you yeah, like your heart hurts, hurts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you just slice ours and it comes out yeah yeah <laughs> that's how we roll though yeah.
1: and then the other hashtag i like is chicken is a vegetable because i just i feel like when i'm eating chicken it's so much lighter That I just consider it like a break from the brisket and other stuff. Well, if you're a chicken fan, you definitely need to get out to Hutto.
0: That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Puskas has some good chicken.
1: Do they have... Is there any other barbecue in Hutto? There is, but we'll just talk about... We'll just talk about (laughs) Putskens. All right, That's all I need to know. (laughs) I I always tell the fans, if you go get good barbecue, give them a five-star review. And if if you don't get good barbecue, just don't tell anybody. Yeah, don't tell (laughs) Just just keep going. Just keep it to yourself. I'll tell you which one to get. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and
1: do you feel like... uh, I think we might have talked about this at uh, Rolling Smoke the other night, but... People don't even care about the reviews anymore. You know, in my business and talking to people, it seems like it, people just, like, even on Amazon, they just don't trust the reviews. So, people really want, like, a, a person to tell them if it's good or not. Because yeah, no doubt. you never know. That person gives a one star because they don't, like, smoked meat and they didn't even realize
2: it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just well, that, morons out there. Yeah, I don't
3: like it. I've Who constantly
2: that? got somebody telling me I should go here and try this barbecue or there and try this barbecue. But, um A lot of those I I tend to shy away from because, to me, it's just not the right people telling me to go there. (laughs) You know what I mean? If his
5: friends aren't talking about it, it's not good barbecue. Barbecue nerd friends talk about it,
2: (laughs) then we'll go check it out. But if Joe Schmo says, hey, that's a good place, then.
1: Well, we'll, that's what's funny. Like, putzkas I hadn't heard of, and then now all of a sudden they're just popping up. Did they change something? Yeah, well,
2: he's kind of new to the barbecue game um, as far as with his trailer. Um, I don't even think he's been open a year. Um, okay. So, yeah, relatively new. Vaughn's been out there and did a nice write-up. And um, I've been singing his praises from, from the first week that he opened, you know. So we've got a mutual friend here, um, Travis Waddell, in Pflugerville. Um, and that's how I found out about, about Dustin's place. And we went out there the first week he was open. And I've just been going ever since. And I just tell everybody, go check it out.
5: It was good. Even before Red Dirt, I mean, uh, Stomp and Holler, we – Went and got chicken and enchiladas. Yeah, we sure did. On the way up there, because I mean, what else do you do? I mean, everybody has barbecue, but the chicken and enchiladas. And once you're tapped out on brisket, like you said, chicken is a vegetable. Yeah, exactly. And, and chicken and is just goes together. It didn't last long either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and do you feel like uh, it's almost? It's kind of like every time I drive by a barbecue place in Austin, I'm always watching the line because if you can catch it when there's no line you know, you're, you're more likely to go. Is it is it kind of one of those things almost like as you're driving around, you know, oh, wait, we're going to go by Putzka's. Maybe we should pull off. Or, like, are you are you all – you always have a few in your mind as you're kind of driving around town?
2: No, I mean, that was one that – between here and Taylor, that's kind of the only place to stop, stop at. Stop So, uh, and any time I'm going through that, I just make it a point to go. Yeah, it was like, do we
5: get burgers, but burgers are too far to be like yeah. – because you sometimes you say, oh, I don't want to eat barbecue, but you'll just still eat barbecue anyway. And that's why. Yeah. I never and say love I hard. don't want to barbecue. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. <laughs> I I have friends that are like, oh, aren't you tired of barbecue? And then I'm like, no. And I pull out, you know, some leftover snows or some leftover brisket out of the fridge. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm down. Let's go. Yep. That's 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 me. <laughs>
5: there, there's almost
1: like a, it's like going to the gym. Like once you eat, when you first eat barbecue, you get really slow and bogged down, and then eventually you just it, like your system adapts to it. And you
5: know what yeah. you're eating. You know what to eat. It's so like when we do like three places in one day, you know to pace yourself, and we're only going to do two, but there's going to be one in between, so you just remember that. Uh, and so, are you
1: like when you when you're planning three places? Are you picking? Are you are you looking for one specific thing? You can try a bite of everything. What do you like to do? It depends. So. You know, I I go to a
2: lot of the top 50 places, so I'll just use that as a reference. Um, typically, what I'll do is I'll read the, the write-ups about the places and see what they've recommended to eat, and I'll get those things, you know, um, and try to stick with that. Um, if I'm going to, you know, and also it depends on who I'm going to, you know. So if I'm going, like, say, San Antonio, it's going to be hard for me to order – a big meal somewhere besides like Hayes County or uh 2M. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I would just stop at the other places. I would get smaller amounts or something like that and kind of reserve that binge for, for somewhere where I know everything is good on the
1: menu. Yeah. Well, and and do you guys ever <laughs> get i uh, I'm sure you get some hookups like whenever Allie's around at La Barbecue and she's got some extra time, I'll go there and shoot some video and she'll make like a tomahawk steak or you know, it's nice when the, when you get something that's not on the menu. Yeah, I, I'm not on your level yet.
2: <laughs> so. yeah, 2019 right. goals. Yeah, right. <laughs> 2019, John Brotherton. I I Ali, where are you at? With my
1: tomahawk steak, right? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure if we hit her up, she'd do it. They're, they're they're so like they've got that thing on. I don't know what they're doing, but they can they can just leave for a month. They go to Japan and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're yeah, even no doing doubt. barbecue think, out there. I think she's on her way out.
2: Of the country right now actually i just saw so that's cool that's cool to be able to to do that and that's when you hire good people you know and that's why these three guys right here um you know that that allows me to to be able to go and try different places or you know do different things and not be tied down to here um and that's kind of the way i built it you know um so i started off it was just me doing yeah. all the cooking you know and i'm working 18-hour days and i've got to do all the cooking all the running around you know, every other social media. I've got to stay here and serve. You know, so, so these
1: guys do the social media now. No, it's just mm, me. No. It's just
2: me, and I'm training uh, Courtney to. Oh, cool. to I, and that's one thing I said I'd never let go. of was the social media thing. So um, you can share it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Not with me. There's but no telling what. Not with these guys. Yeah. So yeah. They'll probably drunk. They trust they'll be drunk posting and stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> just just talking to the camera or oh, yeah.
3: what? Sausage yeah. post. Yeah. Sausage <laughs> post. <laughs>
1: well and do you guys are you guys on social media with a lot of the other pitmasters since you worked other places and you know the other guys you're always kind of watching what everyone's doing yeah he and he's yeah. not and he's not, not on social media to. Yeah. yeah we're He'll gonna make it we're I gonna know. force know, right, him on yeah. the social yeah, media. He's the that's man out right, one's right one's now gonna, give <laughs> I'm gonna make it for him it's Instagram right that's yeah. what y'all pitmaster yeah. Jackson 5 yeah. on Instagram is that what it is pit
2: ninja on Instagram
1: is that you Dominic yeah Pit Ninja. Pit Ninja. I'll have to follow you guys. Thank you. I'll have you write this all down. I can't do that. Yeah, right. yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Uh, and so what are you seeing that's like the hit on Instagram? Is it just kind of slow-mo shots or just really good close-ups or like what are you looking for? What, what makes you stop scrolling?
0: It have to be like really good f- close up. The food pages. side. We're yeah. not talking about the women. Okay, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> uh, just close up shots, man. Uh, I don't. I don't really dig the videos. Uh, at all? Nah, not too much. Uh, I'd rather just see a still photo of it. That way, I know I can look at every part of it and, and know that it's good. Zoom in. Yeah.
1: Check all the edges. And yeah, the all the lean
0: part and the.
1: Well, because you, you can see in a second when you look at a piece of brisket if they didn't render the fat oh, right. Oh, yeah. Or, yep.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: I, uh, it was funny because, you know, I cook brisket for friends and stuff, and I'll bring something out, and it's not it's not like it's bad, but it's not at y'all's level. And so I'll be cutting it up, and I'll just be standing there just kind of quietly like, here's a piece. And everyone's like, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that fat cap doesn't even look right. <laughs> but, you know my own goals there yeah <laughs> it's tough 2019, 2019 goals <laughs> yeah. Twenty nineteen. Well, so you guys are cooking pastrami and brisket uh is there a you know once you brine a pastrami that takes what five days you said maybe 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 a little less maybe a little less <laughs> <laughs> little secrets you, you you're not you're not required to give away any secrets on the yeah. show just so you know that's not a, you didn't sign anything, so. Uh, yeah,
2: I'll I'll let my teacher reveal those secrets if he wants to. <laughs> Shout out um, Russell Riggles. <laughs>
1: and so do you, once you have a brisket that's, you know, pastrami and non
5: pastrami are you cooking them different, or are, you, are they about the same? Uh, the only thing that's different really is the rub. And it's weird because sometimes they cook faster than other briskets, but a lot of times it's a little lag, like. You can get there and pull every brisket off at 5:30 in the morning and still have pastrami on until eight, or they come off at the same time. So it's a little, it's weird. I mean, honestly, to me, like I said, the only difference is the seasoning. But if it's, something's going to be stuck on the pit for a longer period of time, it's more than likely going to be a pastrami.
1: You think that's just the moisture? Or? Yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah,
5: it's just the moisture in it.
1: More water means more time. It's mar- yeah, yeah. Right. it's awesome. And I was cooking uh, the last time I, I ran my pit. I cooked two turkey breasts. Maybe you guys can tell me what the difference was. One came out and the foil was full of juice, and the other the foil was dry and was like the moistest turkey breast I ever had. Is there you, you know what I might have did right or wrong? Did, did was it cuz one was in the front and it just kind of squeezed everything out or
0: different different heat spots? I mean, it's probably a hotter spot where you cooked the the one that your
4: your outside crust sealed in all the juice inside of it quicker. And then yeah.
1: And how do you guys test, like, the hot spots in a, in a pit? Do you guys do that with your pits? Or I learned, yeah, like... You kind of learn them, yeah. but, I mean... He you know, told there's... me stuff,
5: and then the more I worked by myself, like, when it was just me, it's kind of scary for me, because I didn't... Only thing, I grew up cooking barbecue with my grandfather, and we made sausage, so he had a barbecue spot. Like, it was never any brisket, so it scared the crap out of me, and John would be at the store, and so I'm like, oh, I need to cook it right here, because this is where John had it, and then I realized, this works better for me with my time management. And so I started learning more hotspots, and then he'd come help me, and i am like, oh, no, don't put that there. <laughs> Poultry yeah. goes in this window. For the home
2: cook, a lot of people are doing biscuits, you know, biscuits. Put, biscuits. putting That's raw biscuits is. on the on the grates, and or tortillas, right. and seeing which, you know, which one's darken know, up yeah. or cook the fastest.
1: Well, after talking to all these guys about pits, and, you know, there's, there's probably three or four new pit makers I've heard of, mm-hmm. and... Uh, it just it makes me want to like chop my pit up and kind of rebuild it because like the smokestack's not tall enough and the firebox was a little off and there's this like door that was supposed to be something you could like crank open but that cord broke so I just prop it open with a piece of wood and yep
2: been there done that <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't
1: even mine's a custom one so I had to like literally measure it and do the math to figure out how many actual like gallons it was and all that yeah so well, it's I, like our, 118
2: our it's 250 off. I call it a fauxberg. Cause it looks like one, but it doesn't act like one does at have, all. Does it have yeah. the
1: folding smokestack? It, no, no folding smokestack.
2: All. But it's uh it's got that same look to it. You know, when I first got it done, you know, people were like, "Oh, that looks like one of you know a John Lewis pit." It, it looks the same. They, they all kind of they all got that same look, but yeah, it, it doesn't act the same. At all. You guys
1: disagree? I heard a not at all over there.
2: No, they I agree. Agree. Yeah, I agree. Not
5: yeah, so Nothing not yeah. like a mo
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and have you guys uh you guys excited to get the moberg is that gonna be oh yeah. to i'm stoked, yeah. up i'm so excited are you gonna cook just everything on that or
2: no i no. mean we're gonna keep doing briskets the way we're doing it um you know we get to we get to go home and sleep at night there's nobody here you know working a pit all night long so uh we all get to have normal lives and stuff and I, that's that's very important you know and we've we've kind of figured out how to to put out Good quality brisket on those, you know. A lot of people are like, "Well, that damper closes; you're gonna get dirty smoke." I mean, you you tasted it. There's there's different tricks that you can do, and we, we've gotta, we've got it we've got it dialed in. So um, we'll we'll take that sleep and uh, use the use that Moberg for our daytime cooks, ribs, turkeys, whatever
1: else. So you're gonna be running that thing a little hotter.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I'm so
1: and and it's got the insulated smoke box and all that, so yep. it's gonna be. You just chill out there not even too hot
2: yeah they chill anyway <laughs> we got
1: we got a little tent set up
2: out there and tables to so where they can i'm oh not tables chairs to so where they can hang out and stuff i mean
1: well like, now we're all cruising right the hot part of the summer's over yeah it's cooling yeah. down it's nice. you're gonna be wearing jackets if the rain soon. would
5: stop that's that'll that would be great does that mess with the cook much the rain just the nah. wood the, wo- yeah, the wood with the family, yeah. yeah yeah it's like they said they're out there saturday last saturday and we dump our asses in this bucket and by the time they're walking off the pit, the bucket's right in front of the <laughs> the floating door. Away. It yeah. just yeah. floating <laughs> away. <laughs> and it was a heavy bucket. Yeah, yeah. It was a heavy yeah that's bucket. full of ashes.
1: Yeah, those ash cans are, they're not light. No, no.
2: not
5: at all.
1: <laughs> and uh, so, do you are you guys gonna end up using a little bit more wood once the weather cools off? I guess that Moberg probably will we're, run pretty straight.
5: Once
2: we get that Moberg, we're gonna use less wood. So that um the Buley, um you know before I was just cooking on it, um. And we fired up Monday about noon, and Saturday about five o'clock is when we usually cut that thing off. So, um, so we got a fire going that whole time, and we were only using about a quart a month.
1: Wow! Yeah.
2: So then we started cooking on my two fifty, my my Fauxburg, and, and that thing burns done. wood, man. Yeah. So we've pretty much doubled, and then and we're just using that pit yeah. just for the daytime stuff. So,
1: yeah, it Are burns ga- a lot of wood. You guys get your wood from someone locally? We do. I get it from, from Mike
2: Wheeler, and um, he's, uh, golly, man, you know, I've always had issues with, with wood guys and welders, man, and now I've finally got two really good, <laughs> a good welder and a good wood guy. Mike's awesome. You know, he had dislocated his shoulder a while back, and um, we, were, we still needed wood. The show goes on, and he would bring us enough just to get through a day. You know, or two days at a time until he could, until he could use his arm enough to bring us a whole load. Um, stacks it up, all pretty. He sends me a picture of it. I mean, it doesn't get any better. This guy's
1: and it's cured tall. right he's,
2: and everything. He's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you know, different splits because we use a lighter wood during the day and then some heavier stuff for the overnight. So he'll ask me, you know, basically what percentages do you need or whatever, and I just, it just shows so up like and cut it's it like a pie, stacked kinda? and pretty, man. No, I mean he just he brings a certain amount, you know. Um, if I needed like a, a half a quart of you know real heavy stuff and a half a quart of lighter stuff, and he'll stack it. I'm saying nice. when you
1: say heavy, it's like cut in half instead of quarters or
3: something. No,
2: I mean like some, I'll get it some a little bit greener or or just uh, some some bigger pieces. So literally heavier. Yeah, yeah, I want them heavy, you know, dense pieces overnight, just so to burn a little bit slower
1: and keep that fire going on it. <clears throat> and that, and so, are you doing? Do you have to calibrate or set up once that thing's set to a temperature? It just kind of controls the air?
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's got a damper on there. So once you get it dialed in, that damper will open and close throughout the night.
1: And, I mean, I just had some of that brisket. It was delicious. Right on. uh, It's these guys here, man. I know people talk smack, what were you saying, dirty smoke or whatever, but that tasted clean and fresh. Yeah, we. well, I mean, we're
2: keeping the firebox clean throughout the day, you know. Before it's loaded up at night, we keep it clean and we don't overload that thing, so so there's not ten logs in that firebox, you know. There's four or five in there. Um, when we get here in the morning, that damper's wide open, and we're just burning straight coals, and it's it's nice and clean. So.
1: And are you, if it's running every day, what, you you must have to take like half a day on Sunday or something to clean it.
2: Um, it, it depends. These guys will. Use, I have to try to, to make sure plan. I do
5: before we, before we put briskets on. I try to remember to. It's, great, so I was getting,
2: it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, but I usually clean it on Mondays when I'm here by myself. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: that's pretty committed. The boss is out there cleaning pits. That's we good are, to see. Yeah. I you need know, to sometimes smell like smoke. To.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, even when I don't cook, like if I'm going somewhere or something and I feel like I need to smell like smoke, I'll hang out by the firebox while they're cooking <laughs> or something. I do that yeah. It snows all the time. I like yeah. to just kind of twirl around and smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Like nobody pays me yeah. attention at the grocery store if I don't smell like smoke. Yeah. <laughs>
5: I, I have to go to Snow's. Like, I, I literally, my mom loves barbecue, and I haven't been to Snow's in years. Like, But I went, like, with my mom, and I was just it was just barbecue to me. Yeah,
1: there's no line. Or yeah,
5: and so, like, now I'm like, I have to go, but I'm always here on Saturday mornings.
1: Well, you have to give them a Saturday morning off, and we'll put them at the VIP table.
5: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well,
1: I'm going to end up going with them. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually places that have uh, that just didn't open that early on Saturdays to go to Snows. I, don't oh, I, know, I think Russell did that one day. No, I bet he hadn't. He it was somebody talking about that. Russell's
2: got a really good cook over there, so he's he's able to get away more now than than what he used to.
1: There was somebody from Houston, and then there was actually a guy from Canada who was like, "No, we just closed the restaurant and flew to Texas." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
2: awesome. Yeah, we can't really do that, man. We got bills to pay, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know, we got enough enough guys that can cook and place if one wants to go or whatever right now two could theoretically while andy's still here before he goes up to the round rock spot so.
1: <laughs> and how far is it exactly to the new spot it's
2: uh maybe six seven miles something like that super Ten close right? yeah my house is pretty much right in the middle of the two. So oh, perfect yeah,
1: super close you can just build a circle of barbecue joints around yeah, right? diameter around your house i mean you know austin's pretty
2: saturated so i'll just i'll hit all the suburbs yeah, well, that's
1: what—that's uh, where Brett's at, right? He found a spot yeah. kind of in between everything. Well, Brett's gonna Brett's a bit further out. He's going out to Rockdale,
0: yeah.
2: so I think that's a an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, it's about an hour. Yeah.
1: yeah, is that off of what road is that on? Seventy nine. And so, that's—is that east of Taylor? It is uh, east of Taylor. Yeah. So you kind of have to go north from Snows to get there, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. He made it sound like so, he was like right. I I thought he was well, like off of one twelve or something. So a lot of
2: people do that. You know that louis miller and snows in the same day thing and um you know you could put him right in the middle of those you just go further down 79 okay. and then then you would cut south once you leave his place so because
1: that's one of, that's some of the best driving in texas right there yeah it's i like love it man i love going between out those that two way two places, you know? and i go out to east texas and hit joints out
2: there so i just love i don't know i don't know what it is about 79 but it's a lot of country you know 112,
1: too, it's all windy. Yeah, yeah. And, like, leaves actually change on half the trees
2: out there. <laughs> right,
3: <laughs>
1: it's crazy because we live in a place that's, like, almost in between. You know, sometimes we have, we have like, desert weather. Sometimes we have, like, Houston weather. Yeah, we, It's yeah. just kind of, like, up to the gods, basically. It's crazy, yeah. man. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, so we call our fans the meat men of the show. Uh, and uh, we also have meat women, uh, just people who are enthusiasts, whether they're working at a barbecue joint right now or they're in the backyard, or they're practicing for a competition. So I always ask everyone on the show, what's your message to the people out there that are enthusiasts that want to hear probably every thought you have every day about barbecue? Uh,
0: well, for me, it's every day you're learning something new. Uh, 12 years, and still to this day, I'm learning something new. Uh, I'd never cooked on a Buley before till I got here. I mean, Dominic showed me a lot of stuff. Uh, even with his short amount of experience, he—I mean—I've taught like he's taught me stuff that I never knew yep. about pits and like, so I mean it's just a, a learning experience every day. Just be ready to try something different. Uh, I mean, pretty much that's about it. I mean, the perpetual student. Yeah, all the time. Be willing to learn. Andy, uh,
4: take your time. <laughs> Just—it's slow cooking for a reason. Just take your time. Be patient with it. Like Alan said, you're always going to learn something new. Um, like you said, it's we're all learning here. Yeah. And yeah, keep it don't going. Don't think you know everything. Yeah, don't think you, anyone who says they know what they're doing is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know everything that it is to know. Like, do what you like to do. Do do what makes, like, how you, how well you want to do it. Like, do your flavor to it. Do your spin. Like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. People, people are going to fail. People are going to succeed. You just got to – a big trial and error. You're we're probably going to burn it. some briskets before oh, you Oh, yeah, make yeah. Good you're going <laughs> to burn a lot of food. You're going to burn a lot of food. You're going to piss a lot of your friends off. <laughs> but you're also going to make a lot of your friends really happy once you get it down. Yeah.
5: I'll just say basically, basically the same thing they said, just keep an open mind. Like my dad used to tell us when we were younger, humble yourself. Like you don't know everything you never will know everything and as if you're always willing to learn then you will always change I always keep myself open to new ideas like there's so many different ways to do everything so that's
3: yeah I, I heard uh,
1: there was a guy on the show a while back that said he puts all his briskets in uh, with the flat forward mm. yeah Michael who was that? Michael. Oh yeah Mike Wyant, that's who it was yeah yeah so that's crazy. You know, yeah exactly a mm-hmm. lot of people so, think that's insane uh, like, my, like well
5: my uncle so like growing up like my uncle does catering barbecue catering and like he marinates his briskets like growing up, my mom doesn't like brisket that much so we didn't eat that much brisket she barbecues but you know not that much and so like when I get here and this is the only other barbecue I know and John's not marinating anything and he's trimming his briskets my uncle trims them on a the board so like he basically takes whatever company you them for their trim seasons it or, you know, marinates it, seasons it, and puts it on the pit. So it was a completely different world for me. Like, it tripped me out. And it took me a while to even want to do it because it looked so difficult. And now I got that down. Now that's what tell everybody. Like, it's it's weird.
1: Each thing is its own skill. Trimming yeah. and yeah.
2: cooking and
1: Trimming was seasoning. the hardest thing for me.
3: Right,
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> Sharp knives, man. Right. Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. Being a pit master, you're just kind of a jack of all trades right. in the food industry. It's like we all, we all love to be in the restaurant industry but this is like where you can kind of shine. You can get all those pieces together and really make them shine.
1: And you guys get a good night's sleep on top of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some of <laughs> us. One, yeah, some of us. <laughs> I do. Some of <laughs> us, <laughs> us don't
4: have two, two kids. kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get great sleep. As you say, yes, uh, most of us don't have two kids that yeah, wake them yours, up at 2 in the it's morning. It's the waking up that's <laughs> hard for me.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also,
1: so, John, you're, you're everyone's barbecue friend. I mean, I... I Every other place I hop, hop to, you're there with someone, you're there with a crew, you've always got kind of a bunch of guys with you. I think one of the first times, uh, you know, I met a bunch of pitmasters at Snow's, you were there. Mm-hmm. So what's your, what's your message to the, the, the rest of the barbecue family who hasn't eaten barbecue with you yet?
2: Um... So you're just like, what? What do you ask these guys? Or are you asking yeah. me something different? Well, I'm, I'm just saying. We, uh, <laughs> sounds like a different question. We,
1: we we have all these enthusiasts, but like you, you are like one of the most social pitmasters. You get you get out. You know, it's hard for someone to own a barbecue joint and not have to work all day. Oh, yeah. So you I'm have that really. freedom, and then on top of that. You're just very social also. You're with the funniest guys in barbecue. Russell Regel is being a good example. Yeah, no doubt. You guys are just always having a, a good time. So, you know, I feel like if you come to Texas, you're going to, we're going to run into you. So,
2: yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, for me, um, get out and try places, go everywhere, man. Um, see what everybody's doing, find the stuff that you like, ask questions. Most people are going to tell you, you know, what they do. um, and just, just go with it, pick, pick something and go with it. And if it doesn't work, change one thing at a time, you know, um, you change multiple things, you don't know what you did wrong. So, um, but yeah, net and network, you know, if you're trying to get into the business network, 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 um, it's a real tight knit family and just get out and meet everybody, man. It's some good, good folks in this industry for sure.
1: Well, and are you, you're seeing lots of new faces too, uh, all over the place, right? I mean, yeah. I feel like every weekend I meet someone new in the barbecue yeah, world. Yeah,
2: no doubt, man. I mean, there's everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, there's there's new folks, you know. Um a brand, a new on the scene guy just, you know, swept that Houston throwdown. Oh, really? You know, a couple weekends ago, um and that was uh Daddy Duncan's barbecue. I mean, he won first place and people's choice in the Houston throwdown. So we'll be seeing him in in December, That's you awesome. know. But um yeah. You just, everybody's just bringing their A-game, man. We're friends that's on right.
5: Facebook. It's I don't remember friending them. I don't know if I've met him, but we have messages back and forth. I don't know where. That's barbecue, right? Yeah. barbecue and, and then social media, man. Yeah, it's it's just, awesome. It's the and, you, it is. and then you talk to these people so much, and then when you meet them, it's like. Like you've known each other. It's yeah. weird, because that's yeah. how I felt about Russell, like he was a celebrity. Like I yeah, when yeah. I met Russell, it was, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was saying, is like <laughs> everywhere who's a you, fanboy. Yeah, got a crowd. I didn't ask them any questions, I kept my cool. Well <laughs> I'm gonna I'm
1: gonna put everyone's social media handles in the uh, the show notes so people can see. You That's might awesome. get some new followers out of it. Don't don't be afraid if you get bombarded with questions. Yeah. Uh, but I appreciate it guys. You know, this is one of the most fun restaurants in barbecue. Everyone's kinda thank happy you. to be themselves. Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed it and I hope it came through on the mic. So thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank
4: you.
0: Hey, to come
3: in and meet man.
0: You all to see me eat, man. Hit on the meat man. You all to see me eat, man. I got jaws like a bear, trap a teeth like a razor. I made tack tongue with a sensitive taster. I was born out in Texas called the Land of Beef. Never catch a muscle greener showing the hell that like to the meat, man. You all to see me eat, man. Woo!